the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal basketball is on the air. Loose ball going to be picked up on the run by Aiden Dershel. Dershel going coast to coast, blocked by Matthews, yes and one. Foley, long pass to Maya Porter, launches a three-pointer from the right wing. Josh Jordan loses his footing ball, picked up by Aiden Dershel, gets it to Evan Porter, nice pass inside, and Nico Donald's layup good. Long toss to Coley Burkhart, couple of pump fakes, shoots over Tyler, misses a three-pointer. Oh! of lucky bounces. Coldwater regains the lead 8-7. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Acre Mechanical, Branch County Abstract and Title, CNO Insurance Services, Case Realty Group, CEM Supply, Cole Ford, Culey's Jewelry, Valley Tire Company, Jordan and Allison Butler, Financial Advisors with Edward Jones, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, Ask Kaywood PC, Hallett Trailers and Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery, J. Right, financial advisor with Edward Jones, Jungle Pets, Matt Halen Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas and Wild Bird Center, Surpro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties, Southern Marsh Realty, and Union Pallet and Container Company. And warm greetings from Hastings High School. Coldwater Cardinal girls and boys basketball is on the air as the Cardinals visit the Hastings Saxons. Second round of Interstate 8 play starting tonight. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coldwater High School Athletic Hall of Famer Quinn Berry. Very unusual afternoon because prior to the basketball games, uh, just as we got here, they were wrapping up a dual wrestling meet. Uh, Hastings taking on Kellogg'sville from Wyoming, and uh, Hastings getting the win, non-conference dual meet, 61 to 15. Yeah, we're getting a little bit of a little bit of a delay here, about a 15-minute delay in the start of this ball game. But uh, girls are out there getting warmed up, and we got about uh, 18, 18 and a half minutes here before we get started. So. Uh, there is actually precedent to uh, Hastings uh, having a wrestling meet before a varsity basketball doubleheader. The uh, Battle of Barry County that they've done for a few years uh, had featured Hastings and their cross-county rival Thornapple Kellogg in a uh, wrestling dual meet, a girls' basketball game, and a boys' basketball game on the same night. They weren't able to do that this year, but... Uh, uh, Hastings getting the win over Kellogg'sville, 61-15 in the wrestling duel meet. The prelim before our varsity girls basketball game serves the same purpose. We'll go ahead and take this two-minute break and talk about girls basketball, the matchup between the Cardinals and Saxons due to tip off at around, I'd say, 545 or so. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal girls basketball from Hastings on WTVB. Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. 
at Cold Ford in Coldwater, we're more than just a car dealership. Hi, I'm Steve Golomatis. We're members of the community just like you. We live, work, and play right here in Coldwater. That's why we're committed to taking care of you and your family for all your transportation needs. Our Carfax top-rated dealership is a testament to our dedication to quality and customer service. We offer you over 275 pre-owned vehicles throughout our five-dealer auto group. Some come with up to a 100,000-mile warranty. Each car we offer has undergone rigorous inspection to meet our high standards for quality and reliability. And if you're not completely satisfied with your purchase, we offer a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee on our Ford Gold Certified Vehicles. That's how confident we are that you'll love your Ford Certified Vehicle from Cole Ford Lincoln. So when you see us around town or at the school ball game, know that we're here to help. Come visit us today at Cole Ford or online at ColeFordLincoln.com. Everything you want, Cole's got it. Cole Ford on US 12 right here in beautiful Coldwater, Michigan. Football legend Tom Brady said, I just love working hard. I love being part of a team. I love working toward a common goal. And at Case Realty, that's what we're all about. We will work hard for you as a team to reach a common goal of either selling your house or helping you buy a new home. Hi, I'm Carmen Case, and we're also thrilled to announce the opening of our second office location in downtown Coldwater. I'm Rachel Tell, and we've turned our real estate team into a real dream team that's convenient for you. And this is Amber Motter. Come see us at Case Realty Group on Old 27 south of Coldwater or our new location in downtown Coldwater or online at caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We are back here at Hastings High School. Sean Watson, Quinberry, Mike Sy, Justin Lopshire back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering our broadcast. Our trip up here to Hastings, uh, much less fraught with peril than the trip that we took uh, back in December of 2022 when a snow squall started to develop uh, right when we hit Battle Creek. And we were in the back end of a slow-moving caravan along M37. The uh, lead vehicle of that caravan was a semi that had a lot of trouble getting up the hills and curves of M37. Yeah, there was a long trip up that night. But uh, actually, the trip home wasn't as bad as the, as the trip up as uh, the snow did uh, kind of let up as uh, the evening went on. But much, much nicer drive up here tonight. There's still some snow on the ground here in Hastings in Southern Barry County, uh, not so much in uh, Branch County as we left here about uh, left uh, Coldwater about 3:30. So let's talk about the matchup uh, getting ready to go in another 16, 17 minutes or so between Coldwater and Hastings. Uh, you've got the Cardinals coming in at 11 and two overall. Uh, following their non-conference win Tuesday against Three Rivers, very dominating performance, 57-17. You were there watching the game. What were your impressions? Well, we just shot the ball much better that night. Uh, I thought we had some good movement. Um, You know, Coach actually put in a little little full-court press that night, uh, man-to-man, not really to steal the ball, but just maybe get the girls into a little bit better frame of mind that seemed to work. I would think he probably is going to do that again tonight, Sean, and uh, so we'll just have to wait and see. But I thought the girls uh, moved the ball well, got good open looks, and for the first time probably all year, they really knocked down some threes. Riley Van Aken and Maya Porter were the chief culprits from the long line, actually continuing uh, what they did uh, last Saturday up at Penfield. Riley finished with 13 points, two rebounds, two assists, three steals, and a block. Maya had 12 points, five boards, and two steals. Kenzie Scheid, eight points and four rebounds, also three assists. Ellie Foley had six points, nine rebounds, six assists, two steals, and a block. 
Danica Cox had six points, six rebounds, and three steals. So basically everybody but Tara Miller scored for the Cardinals yeah, uh, it, on Tuesday. Yeah, I thought uh, we were talking they hit some threes, no doubt about it. But if they'd have hit some two-pointers, Sean, around the basket Tuesday, we'd have probably won that game easily by uh, 40 points. But uh, uh, it seemed like the basket was, or the lid was on the basket from three feet. But it was open for uh, business on the uh, three-pointers. So total field goal shooting percentage, 20 of 59 for Coldwater. Uh, from the three-point line, 11 of 26, 11 triples on the night total. Yeah, uh, Riley uh, had four, Maya had four, and Ellie Foley had two. Abby Robinson had the other one. Yeah, just a good night all around. And that's what you need from those uh, three girls hitting those triples. And... Uh, for, you know, for a change, you know, we didn't get Anderson in there hitting any triples, but, you know, she's capable of the uh, same shooting. So Ellie Foley averaging 9.9 points, 4.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 1.8 steals a game. Maya Porter now second leading scorer, up to 6.9 points, 3.5 rebounds, 1.3 assists, 1.7 steals a game. Cousin Riley Van Aken, not that far behind, 6.8 points, 1.9 rebounds, 2.8 assists, 1.8 steals a game. Ellie Anderson, 6.7 points, 3.3 rebounds. Uh, 1.1 assists, 1.3 steals, 1.3 blocks a game. Kenzie Scheid, 5.9 points, 5.9 rebounds, 1.2 assists a game. So you've got Ellie, and then you've got uh, real balance between the next two or three or uh, even four. Well, I think that's kind of what we expected maybe when the season started. Uh, you know, Ellie's been that uh, that real solid junior. Uh, got another year of Ellie coming back. So um, that's been just a good core of girls. So the Hastings Saxons coming into uh, tonight's game. Got their second win of the season on Tuesday night to improve to two and eight overall. Beating Lansing Eastern 49 to 36. Rachel Hewitt with 20 points. Victoria Tack with eight. Olivia Fertile with four. On uh, some of the uh, game notes that I gave you, you notice uh, the name of Rachel Hewitt looming large. The junior is the leading scorer for the Saxons this season, far and away. Yeah, and uh, we saw them earlier in the year, Sean. I think we both felt uh, they were a bit much uh, stronger team than what they've been in the past. They looked a little more organized out there on the court. You know, they're still working on getting better. There's no doubt about it. Uh, looking for those real good athletes. I think they have one in the Hewitt girl, and they just got to kind of work in some other girls around her. But uh, much more impressed with this. Hastings uh, girls team than what we've been in the uh, last four or five years. Even though they currently have a two and eight record. Even though they have a two and eight record, I think you got to take them serious. Hastings' other win was at Penfield back on the 16th of January, 41-35. That night, Rachel Hewitt had 16 and Eddie Nichols with 15. Uh, between the two wins, uh, they lost at, uh, against Marshall 54-28. to That was a game played at the Old Albion High School. Hewitt had 13 points. Back on December 8th at Coldwater, final score, uh, the Lady Cards winning 48-18. to For Coldwater, Ellie Foley had 13 points and 5 assists. Kenzie Scheid, 11 points and 7 rebounds. 
A leading scorer for the Saxons, Rachel Hewitt, had 10. We'll go ahead and take this one-minute break. Be back with this week's edition of This Week in High School Sports. And then after that, uh, the Interstate A girls basketball standings uh, at or out the halfway point of the season. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. So you call your virtual insurance company to ask a simple question about your policy. But now you're on hold listening to this music while you wait and wait. Auto owners works with local independent agents who tailor coverage to meet your needs and pick up the phone when you call because you shouldn't be on hold so long that you memorize the music. That's simple human sense. The no problem people. Your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Some jaw-dropping numbers are being put up at Hillman, and it's almost time for the latest and greatest WISL conference. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The 26th MHSAA Women in Sports Leadership Conference is just around the corner. The event will be on February 4th and 5th at the Crown Plaza in Lansing. More than 800 attendees, the most in conference history, are expected. High school students from around the state will participate in workshops and hear from speakers on the importance of a variety of topics relating to sports. Also at the conference, Mary Ciceroni and Eve Clare will be honored for their contributions to high school sports. They both will be receiving the MHSAA's Women in Sports Leadership Award. Ciceroni retired from coaching the Bloomfield Hills Marion girls basketball team after the 2021-22 season with 707 career wins. That's the fourth most in MHSAA girls basketball history and the most by a woman. Her teams won six MHSAA championships and 20 league titles, and she was inducted into the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan Hall of Fame in 2017. Claire is in her 10th year as athletic director at Ann Arbor Pioneer and her 21st overall as an athletic director. She oversees one of the state's largest athletic programs with 36 varsity teams and nearly 1,100 athletes. Pioneer teams have captured 16 MHSAA championships over the last eight school years. More information on both Cicerone, Claire, and the WISL Conference can be found at MHSAA.com. It's time for Game Balls when we highlight a trio of standout performances from the past week. First, Alpina's Avery Doobie, who hit seven three-pointers in a win over Inland Lakes. The 7-3s ties the school record for most in a game and puts her atop the career list for made triples at Alpena. To East Kentwood's Harmony Belton, who scored 19 in a six-point win over Rockford, ending Rockford's winning streak at 33 games. And to Riverview swimmer Ewan Todd, he finished first in two individual events and on two relay teams, leading Riverview to a Downriver Classic title. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, 
You know, the free application for federal student aid. You could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Director of Officiating Services, Sam Davis. You see the use of technology in football quite frequently. A quarterback throws an incomplete pass on third down, and when he comes to the sidelines, coaches are able to show him on a tablet or TV screen what went wrong. But can the same technology be used in wrestling? It can. Current National Federation playing rules allow coaches in the wrestler's corner to use video or still photography to instruct wrestlers during any timeout or dead clock situations. Just like in the football example, a wrestler could view footage from earlier in their match during a timeout and use that information going forward. However, that video cannot be used to dispute a call. One thing coaches cannot do is transmit audio to a wrestler through an earpiece. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. Earlier this month, we told you about Hillman's Trenton Territuda. He became the school's all-time leading scorer in December. He passed 2,000 career points in a game last week, becoming just the 46th player in Michigan history to do so. And in his most recent game, he poured in 52 points, a school record, while drilling 11 three-pointers, also a school record. He now stands at 2,064 points, more than Magic Johnson, and within striking distance of landing in the all-time top 10. As a team, Hillman is now 12-2. They lost in the quarterfinals last year and are a strong contender to make it to the Breslin Center this year. Basketball scores, schedules, and more can be found at MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll be back next week. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Hastings High School. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry just about ready for the tip of the girls' basketball game between Coldwater and Hastings. A bit of a late start because there was a wrestling duel that took place beforehand with Hastings beating Wyoming Kelloggsville 61-15. to Girls basketball standings in the Interstate 8 Northwest at 5-0 in the league, 9-1 overall. Two games ahead of the three second-place teams, Coldwater, Western, and Marshall. They're all 4-2 in the league with the Cardinals 11-2 overall, Western at 7-5, Marshall at 5-6. Behind them, you got Harper Creek at 2-4 in the league, 4-9 overall. Hastings at 1-4 in the league, 2-8 overall. Penfield still winless in the league, 2-7 overall. In addition to Coldwater's 40-point win over Three Rivers on Tuesday, 57-17, and Hastings picking up their second win of the season, beating the Quakers of Lansing Eastern 49-36. We had a makeup game from uh, January 12th, doubleheader in boys and girls basketball between Western and Marshall. On the girls' side, it was Western beating Marshall 47-28. That's the three-way tie for second place in the league. You also had Northwest beating Eaton Rapids on Tuesday, 51-28. Wednesday, Harper Creek lost to visiting Gull Lake, 46-37. And yesterday, Penfield won at Union City, 55-46. 
Doubleheader night in the Interstate 8. We got the Cardinals here at Hastings for both the girls and the boys. Harper Creek at Marshall and Northwest at Western. That is going to be a big one on the girls' side. Yes, that will be. Actually, it's a big, it's a big one on both sides tonight uh, uh, for the boys and the girls. But, yeah, especially on the girls' side. Cardinals are going to need some little help there as uh, they're a couple games behind Western in the uh, league. And, uh they only have one more matchup with them, so we're going to need a little help from somebody else in the league. And, of course, the other teams beating each other up. We'll see how that winds up uh, transpiring. We'll go ahead and take this break and be back with the starting lineups. Keys to this girls' basketball matchup between Coldwater and Hastings and the opening tip. You are listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Do you see yourself traveling, working part-time, or moving somewhere warmer when you retire? Hi, I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to help make your retirement goals a reality. Let's talk about where you are, where you want to be, and how you get there. Together, we can plan for the expected and make sure you're ready for the unexpected. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. A fire breaks out in your home or business. Call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 1-800-SERVE-PRO for Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties. That's where you'll find a team of cleanup specialists with the training and the trust of the insurance industry to help make it like it never even happened. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, strike back by calling the cleanup team that's faster to any size disaster. Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties at 1-800-SERVE-PRO or log on to servepro.com like it never even happened. At SurfPro Branch in South Calhoun Counties, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on SurfPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when things that matter most are on the line, make sure SurfPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties is too by calling 517-278-5261. That's SurfPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties, helping make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Starting lineup for tonight's girls basketball game. First for the visiting Coldwater Cardinals, 11-2 overall, 4-2 in the Interstate 8 under head coach Ken Smoker. His regular starting lineup in the backcourt, Riley Van Aken, a 5'6 sophomore, Ellie Foley, a 5'8 junior, and Maya Porter, a 5'10 sophomore. Up front will be Kenzie Scheid, 6'0 senior, and Ellie Anderson, a 6'0 junior. For the Hastings Saxons, two and eight overall, one and four in the Interstate Eight under second-year head coach Chase Youngs. Uh, you've got senior Addie Nichols, senior Kimber Fenstemaker, junior Callie Koning, junior Rachel Hewitt, and sophomore Olivia Friddle. Keys to the game, Quinn. Well, I think the uh, Cardinals uh, are starting to come into their own right now, especially shooting the basketball. I think. Uh, Coach Smoker's made some nice adjustments as the year's gone on. We know they're very talented. We just got to get the mindset correct, and uh, I think that'll be the big thing tonight. I like uh, putting the pressure on full court at least to start the ball game. And as always, uh, the team that shoots the best usually wins these games. Kimber Fenstermaker and Kenzie Shy jumping at center circle. Hastings in their home. Whites with the navy blue numerals and maize trim will be moving from left to right. Coldwater from right to left in their road reds with the white numerals and black trim. Hastings wins the tip in the backcourt. Coldwater starting man-to-man defensively, and they turn the ball over right away. 
Pass whizzes by Callie Koning, and she can't really do anything about it as it rolls out of bounds in the backcourt. So 11 seconds in, first turnover. Ball is inbounded to Ellie Foley. Hastings starting out man-to-man defensively. Maya Porter on the right wing. Another Cardinals in their uh, five-out offense. Uh, getting a lot of uh, screens out there now, which they probably weren't doing earlier in the year. Van Aken to Foley, left wing up top to Anderson. Now to the left wing. Porter, continuing where she left off the previous two outings, drains a three-pointer from the left wing. Cardinals up 3-0. Cardinals are showing a token press, but Hastings able to get it into the forecourt. Nichols' pass is taken away by Kenzie Scheid. Nichols going after it, but Scheid is able to retain. Outlet pass goes to... Riley Van Aken, she's back out in the perimeter around to Foley left wing to the corner to Shine. Anderson to Porter on the right side. Bounce pass to a streaking Kenzie Shine. Shot was blocked from behind by Callie Koning. Coldwater will retain possession. 6.48 left to play in the quarter. Good cut there by Shine. Just uh, got that one rejected. Got to keep going right at it. Anderson receives the inbound, launches a three-pointer from the right wing, misses everything. Shai gets the rebound, gets it to Riley Van Aken. Off the front of the rim, no good from the long line. Rebound by Timber Fenstermaker. She gets it into the front court. Sideline right, being bodied up tight by Kenzie Shai. Pass intended for Nichols, taken away by Anderson, and now... Porter trying to get it inside to Shide, intercepted by Koning. Just kind of telegraphed that pass. Got a fake down, pass over the top. 3-0 Cardinals, 6-10 and counting left to play in the first quarter. Just underway in girls basketball from here at Hastings. We're so glad you're listening. Here's a nice pass inside to Rachel Hewitt, leaves it short. Second chance, no good, and the Cardinals get that rebound. Here comes Van Aken. Pass to Porter in the front court. She's on the right wing. Hewitt is guarding her. Get on the weave to Foley under Hansen to Anderson and now Van Aken near the right corner of the front court. Foley from Porter. Now Porter gets it back to Foley, staying on the right side. Uh, Coach Smoker, 30-second timeout. So 538. Left to play in the first quarter. Cardinals up 3 nothing. We'll take this 30-second break. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. You love her. You love her a lot. And Culey's Jewelry is the engagement ring or promise ring you've been looking for with engagement rings starting at $599 and promise rings starting at $79. Culey's has a huge selection of Valentine's jewelry and gifts like their 24-karat gold trim roses. Many colors to choose from. Reserve yours today. They have heart-shaped jewelry starting at $49 and Willow Tree figurines starting at $20. Culey's jewelry and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Back underway following the Coldwater timeout. Foley on the right elbow, gets it to Van Aken on the right wing. Roams the perimeter. It's 3-0 Coldwater. Shy lobs inside to Anderson. Triple team on her. Out to Foley. Fakes a three-pointer. Now drives down the middle. Scoop shot. Goes in. Cardinals up 5 nothing. 5.15 left in the quarter, and here comes the token man press. Pass to Olivia Frittle, almost off of her hand. Now she drives baseline and scores. Nice little baseline drive. About an 8-foot 
runner there for uh, Friddle. The Saxons are showing some token pressure in the backcourt, but Foley gets it into the front court. Van Aken back to Foley on the left wing. Inside to Van Aken, just off of her fingertips and out of bounds. Cardinal set up in the press. Callie Koning to inbound, finds Olivia Frittle. Now into the front court. Maya Vincent, a senior who checked in during that last time, had the ball. Now here's Frittle. Frittle drives baseline left side, double, triple team on her. Now to Hewitt along the blocks, back out to the perimeter. Koning with a couple of pump fakes. She moves to her right, bounce pass comes to Vincent. Screen set for Vincent. Ball comes to Brianna Darling. Bree, a junior who also came in during the last time out. Here's a three-pointer. It's good for Frittle, and we're tied. Another 30-second timeout taken by Ken Smoker. 4-16 left in the first quarter, a 5-5 tie. We're back in 30. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HassKwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. To be more precise, Quinn, it's Coldwater 5 and Olivia Frittle 5. The sophomore with all five sacks and points thus far. Coldwater is able to break the press as we're back underway. Ellie Anderson, top of the key, hands off to Riley Van Aken. Now Maya Porter. Left wing gets it to a streaking Anderson. Now back out to Foley on the wing. Slashes the wing, double team out to Anderson. 15-foot jumper off the rim, no good. Ball chased down by Van Aken. She's on the right wing. Looking to pass inside. Fine shot on the blocks, right side. Now back out to Foley. Three-pointer from the right wing is good. Good inside-out move there. Down to Foley on the block. Kicks it out to Foley. Coldwater regains the lead, 8-5, 3.35 left in the quarter. Hastings able to break the Coldwater press. Darling passes to Victoria Tack, who came in during the most recent Coldwater timeout. Had the ball stripped and stolen by Ellie Foley, one-on-one break, high off the glass, in and out. She gets her own rebound. She's surrounded by Saxons. Who gets the foul here? It's going to be Maya Vincent with the first foul of the game. Coldwater going to the bench for the first time, bringing in Coley Burkhart, 5'10 sophomore. Coach Smoker calling a couple of early 30-second timeouts and wasn't happy with the spacing on offense. And then on the defensive end, wasn't real happy with the uh, rotation there. And that's... Foley inside to Anderson off the glass, and it rolls in. What a great back cut by Anderson. Foley with a good vision there. Got a number 33 on the floor for Hastings, who I don't have on my roster. Battling turnovers. The Cardinals get the steal, but immediately cough it right back up to the Saxons. It's their ball, trailing 10 to 5, 250 left to play in the first quarter. Here comes Olivia Frittle, jumper from 10. It's good again. Boy, she can't miss right now in this first quarter. Riddle with a good start. All seven of the Saxon points. Cardinals still up by three. Burkhart, Porter on the left corner. 
Gets it to Anderson on the left wing, inside to Van Aiken. Either our unknown number 33 or number two. Oh, it's number two, Vincent, picking up her second foul, team second of the quarter. So first player in serious foul trouble for the Saxons. Good job by Ellie Anderson there, looking down to the post. Even though it was uh, Riley Van Aken down there in that post, it's still a good spot to get the ball. Riley Van Aken, first of two off the rim, no good. 52.3% from the free throw line on the season. Coldwater brings in Danica Cox, 5'8", sophomore. For uh, Hastings, we see Fenstermaker back in. Who else came back in? I think uh, Addie Nichols came back in. Second one for Van Aken, shimmies in. Cardinals now up by four, 11 to seven. 225 left to play in the quarter. Clock is moving, Cardinals are pressing. Hastings gets the ball in the forecourt. They had numbers, bounce pass to Nichols, but the Cardinals quickly get back. Ball up top of the key, three-pointer by Friddle. Spins off the rim, she gets her own rebound and scores. And the Cardinals cough up the ball. Out. Home run pass going to Danica Cox over her fingertips and out of bounds. Van Aken out, Jayla Sloan, 5'5", senior in. It's just a two-point lead, 11-9, Coldwater, 205 left to play in the quarter. Ball is inbounded defense to make her. It was knocked away from her by her defender. I think he's going to call Coldwater ball. That kind of... Uh, well, the initial be, indication wow. was uh, Hastings ball, but correctly, it's going to be Coldwater ball inbounded to Sloan from Foley. Sloan is fouled. Sloan with a nice back cut there to get open on that inbounds play. Got her the ball. Only way they could stop her was foul her from behind. Frittle with her first foul, team third, Jayla Sloan. Just one of four from the free throw line coming into today's game. Gets the first one here. Hewitt is going to come back in for Hastings. It's a rotating cast of characters for the Saxons out on the floor as Sloan makes the second free throw. Increases the lead back up to four, 13 to nine, Cardinals. Here comes Darling across the timeline, sideline right with the ball. Cox is guarding her, now Hewitt, top of the key. Teammate trying to set a screen for her, but no dice. Hewitt, bounce pass to the corner left side. Now back up top to the key, Frittle, Frittle going down the middle. Oh my Circus God. shot from the right side is good. That girl's on fire, man. It's Coldwater 13, Olivia Frittle 11. A minute 33 left to play in the quarter. That young lady could shoot it from half court right now. Cox inside to a streaking Burkhardt, another cousin-to-cousin connection. Coley scores, that's back to a four-point lead, 15-11. Here comes the Cardinal press. Darling with the ball still in the backcourt, gets it past the timeline, but Burkhardt's on her hip. Darling bounce pass off of Frittle's fingertips. It's picked right back up by Darling. Frittle sets a screen for Darling, but Sloan comes out on her, and now Chase Youngs, the second-year head coach of the Hastings Saxons, calls a 30-second timeout. We'll stay here with a minute left to play in the first quarter. Uh, the Cardinals with some variety in scoring uh, for Hastings. Somehow it's all Olivia Friddle. She's in his own. She sure is in his own right now. It doesn't matter what she puts up. It goes in. But uh, Cardinals, you know, just got to live through that. But the Cardinals uh, finally, this uh, last couple of minutes, 
some good back cuts of the basket. We seem to be uh, have our heads up and looking for those now and uh, have gotten two or three really easy baskets. So we just got to keep continue to do that and hope Frittle misses one here pretty soon. I'm not even sure she's missed one yet in this first. Well, she had that three-pointer from the top of the key that yeah. she missed, but she got went the down the middle, right. down the middle of the lane, got her own rebound and put back. Coming out of the timeout, it is Saxon Ball. Rachel Hewitt receives the inbound. Now Callie Koning has it. Pass to Fenstermaker. Two nickels between the circles. Frittle has it on the right wing to the corner to Hewitt. She rises and fires, misses the three-pointer. Very soft rims. Koning gets the rebound. Out to Addie Nichols, misses. Oh! It bounced off the rim, looked like it was going to roll off to the left, but it dropped, and the Saxons are within one, 15-14. First point scored by someone other than number 32, Olivia Frittle. Nice pass to Danica Cox. She got tripped and bumped. Back to the floor there. It's going to be the first foul on Rachel Hewitt, team fourth of the quarter with 24.3 seconds left in the quarter. Foley to inbound, underneath her own basket, and it comes to Burkhart. Sloan to shy left corner, now runs the curl down the middle of the lane, high off the glass, no good, fence to make her with a rebound. Hastings can take the lead this trip up the floor. 10 seconds left to play in the frame, here's Frittle, screen set, moving to the right wing, now to the baseline, put it up, it bounced short, rebound by Coley Burkhart, two seconds, one second, half court heave, Wide left, 15-14, Coldwater on top of Hastings after one quarter. Back in a minute, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Are you looking for a great deal on an RV? Then you need to check out the selection at Halid Trailers on US-12 in Coldwater. Before you go to any shows this year, check out Halid's lot. Merrick here to say we have a great selection. Motorhomes, travel trailers, fifth wheels, we got them. You got that right, Mylon. Hi, I'm Chase Halet of Halet Trailers in Coldwater. We're offering great deals on all in-stock units. So, if you were a little cramped camping this year and need a bigger model, now's the time to see Halet Trailers. A lot of great buys are on the lot now. Plus, our service department is here to take care of you. If you need repairs, call us. Now, if you need to store your RV or trailer, at Halet Trailers, we offer secure, lighted storage. And remember, we can sell your car, truck, or trailer. Then all you have to do is just pick up a check. Halet Trailers is Michigan's Murhau Horse and stock trailer dealer. Shop us first. Halet Trailers, two miles east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater or online at HaletTrailers.com. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. After the first eight minutes for Coldwater, Van Aken with a free throw, two for Jayla Sloan, two for Coley Burkhart, three for Maya Porter, three for Ellie Foley, Ellie Anderson with four lead the way. For Hastings, Addie Nichols with a three-pointer. Olivia Frittle with 11. Coldwater ball to start the second quarter, leading by just one. Here's Danica Cox moving baseline out to Maya Porter on the left corner. 15-14 to 14 the score. Here's Shine on the right wing. Gets it back to Cox. She's on the right corner. All goes around to Sloan inside. Ball finds Shine along the baseline. Double team on her. Now back out to Burkhardt on the right wing. She'll drive baseline, get it to Sloan, take a 17-foot jumper from the left side. Off the rim, no good. Shine chases down the rebound, back to Porter. Porter out to Burkhardt. Now inside the free throw line to Shine, clogged up on the blocks, back out to Burkhardt. Shine on the elbow. Cardinals will reset. 
15-14 Coldwater. Here's Maya Porter on the right wing up top to Jayla Sloan. Back to Porter. Inside to a streaking side. Double team on her. Gets away from that. Now out to Cox. Three seconds in the lane. It's going to be Hastings' ball. That possession took a good 57 seconds off the clock there, Quinn. Yeah, they... uh... I'll tell you what, Hastings has changed their defense. They're doing a lot of switching underneath and doing an excellent job. Burkhardt got bumped and there's no foul. Top of the th- key, three, missed by Addie Nichols. Rebound by Maya Porter. Double team on her in the backcourt. Gets the ball to Sloan. Now tosses to Burkhardt. Burkhardt looking for side. Ball deflected, stolen by Hewitt. Rachel Hewitt gets the ball to Callie Koning. Again, Hastings can take the lead with a triple. Hewitt misses everything from the front of the rim. The ball goes out of bounds uncontested. Back to Coldwater. 6.31 left to play in the half. Ball is inbounded to Coley Burkhart. Hastings peels back. Just token pressure coming from Addie Nichols. Burkhart across the timeline. Burkhart dishes to Cox on the right corner. Spin move. Kick the ball back out to Burkhart. Do we have another three seconds call against uh, the Cardinals? No, uh, Burkhart made that pass. She stepped out of bounds, then she came back in bounds, and he said that she didn't, uh, she wasn't in bounds long enough. Hmm. Which, that's kind of a tough call, I'll be honest with you. Well, the court markings are not quite so distinct. It's going to be Hastings' ball. Again, a chance for the Saxons to gain the lead. Nope, not that time. Pass inside, intercepted by Porter. Out to Sloan on the right wing. Back inside to side. Blocked by Fenstermaker. I think they'll get the foul on her. Um, Unless uh, they'll get it to uh, Brianna Darling, who was also part of that double team. Her first foul, team first the quarter. Kenzie shied at the free throw line to add to the Coldwater lead. First of two off the back of the rim. Twice and no good. Shied from the charity stripe. 51.4%. Cox and Sloan to the bench. We see Foley back in and... uh, who else came Anderson in? Anderson came back into the game. The two Ellies are back in. Second one left it short. Rebound by Koning for Hastings. It's 15-14 Coldwater. Under six left to play in the first half. Koning inside of Hewitt. Now bounce it back out. Maya Vincent, 17-footer, another miss. Rebound. Coley Burkhart finds Ellie Foley. Foley across the timeline. Screen set by Burkhart. Bounce pass to Maya Porter. Maya Porter running on the curl. Ball off of her and out of bounds. A little too much dribbling that time down the floor for the Cardinals. Kind of make those quick passes. Get those back cuts in like they were doing there. Our unknown number 33 has a name, Maddie Peach. She's back in. Up the midcourt line is Brianna Darling, and took a while, but they said that uh, Darling either didn't get across in time or is guilty of an over and back. Over and back. The first time, Coldwater touched it. The second time, they didn't. So, uh, well, that's a good catch there. Well, the ball is going to be inbounded sideline left in the Coldwater front court. 5-19 left to play in the half. Cardinals 15, Saxons 14. Foley now across half court. 
screen set, moving to the elbow. Now out to Maya Porter. Three-pointer from the right wing, just a little long. Shy chasing down the rebound, but runs into the padded wall. It's a slightly shorter court than we see in Coldwater. Again, another chance for Hastings to take the lead. We've been at 15-14 for a while. Pass to midcourt to Darling, intercepted by Kenzie Shy. Layup good. And with just under five minutes left to play in the half, the first points of the second quarter go to Coldwater. They're up 17-14. Here comes Pete. Pete, bounce pass, intercepted inside by Foley. Foley throws the ball to Burkhart, right wing inside to Scheid. Triple team on her, a block by Fenstermaker. Ball out of bounds, back to Coldwater. Going to get Callie Koning back in for the Saxons. Riley Van Aken back in for Coldwater. Victoria Tack back in for the Saxons. Ellie Foley to inbound underneath the basket to our left with 4.33 left to play in the half. Foley is looking, looking. Lobs the ball to Riley Van Aken between the circles. Now back to Foley. Vincent is bodying up on her. To the elbow. Double team on Foley. She needs help. Bounce pass to... Uh, Van Aken, now Anderson on the right wing. Feeds Scheid inside, double team closes in on her. Ball is ripped away. Ball is still loose. It's going to be picked up by uh, Porter. Three-pointer top of the key by Foley. She almost got knocked down. We get a whistle and a tie-up. Hasting ball. On the possession arrow. We had girls rolling around on the floor there. The ball rolling around on the floor. Good hustle by both teams. Hewitt into the front court. She had numbers. Kicks the ball. Oh. Charge. Did uh, Foley, Foley just take a charge? Yes, she did. Good job. Ellie Foley. Hewitt picks up her second foul. So the leading scorer... Most nights for the Saxons is in foul trouble, although Hewitt hasn't scored yet tonight. It's been uh, almost all Olivia Frittle with 11 of the Saxons' 14 points. None yet in this quarter for the team. Coldwater up 17-14. Shied inside to Porter. Double team on her. Back out to Anderson. Right wing three. Miss. Rebound Porter inside. Back out to Foley. Now Anderson will drive baseline right side. Cut off by a double team. Now it comes to Porter. Bounce pass out to Kenzie Shied. Left corner. In and out on the three. We get a whistle and a foul on Maya Porter. It's her first team, first of the quarter. He said she shoved the girl in the back on the rebound. Cardinals are pressing. Callie Koning is looking and does find Brianna Darling. Across the timeline, Darling comes. More shoving defensively. Pass intercepted by Maya Porter. Layup is short. She heard footsteps. She got the rebound, but it was ripped away by Darling. Darling across the timeline with 3.15 left in the half. Cardinals lead by three, 17 to 14. Here's Callie Koning between the circles. We'll get a whistle, and did Porter just pick up her second foul? She sure did. Yeah, a little, uh, little too handsy there. Is that two spelled T-O-O or <laughs> T-W-O? It could be both. Yeah. She comes out, Burkhardt in for her. 
Still Hastings ball. Friddle posting up, moving baseline. Shot rolls off the front of the rim. Rebound by Foley. Under three left to play in a half. Cardinals up by three, 17-14. Screen set by Anderson. Pick and roll attempted, but the shot was blocked. Loose ball picked up by Koning. Here comes Brianna Darling. Get it to Olivia Friddle. Jumper from the right elbow, no good. And all of a sudden, she's ice cold. Home run pass to Anderson. Did she get pushed out of bounds? I think they're going to call a foul, yep. And he got bumped there from behind, lost her balance. Ball goes out of bounds, but the Cardinals going to retain possession. Tack guilty of the foul, her second team third of the quarter. Friddle comes to the bench. You are back in the game. Ball is inbounded to Anderson, left corner. Anderson moves to the elbow, bounce pass, goes inside to Shide. Triple team on her, now out to Burkhart. She'll try driving, kick the ball out to Shide's 15-foot jumper is short. And the rebound by Hastings. Here comes Eddie Nichols, who got the rebound. Jumper got blocked. Here comes Foley from right to left across your radio dial. And Eddie Nichols in her way. They get the offensive foul on Ellie Foley. That's going to be her first team third of the quarter. Yeah, extended that arm just a little too much when she was dribbling down court there. Trying to fend off Addie Nichols. So technically, Nichols with the charge? Yep. Even though she didn't hit the deck? Even though she didn't? Nope, just that extension of that arm. Counting down to two minutes left to play in the half. It's Hastings' ball. We've been at 17-14 for a while. Still going to be at 17-14 as Koning's three-pointer missed everything. Here comes Coldwater. They have numbers, but Burkhart misses. Somehow the lid's on the bucket. Actually, the lid's been on the bucket for both teams in this quarter. The only field goal was made by Kenzie Scheid until that bank shot from the baseline by Rachel Hewitt. That was a nice drive for the left-hander. 17-16, Cardinal lead back down to one. A minute 30 left to play in the half. Here's Anderson, left wing. Looking for Van Aken, touch pass back out to Burkhart. Now Anderson, three-pointer, just short, loose ball. Circus save to Kenzie Scheid, who draws a foul along the blocks. It was a no-look save. Fortunately, there was someone in a red shirt in position to get that. Specifically, Kenzie Scheid. Callie Koning picks up her first foul, team fourth. That was just a great save by Riley Van Aken there. Those are the things that don't show up on the, on the stat sheet. Ball inbounded to Burkhart between the circles. Being guarded by Fenstermaker. Now Scheid attempting a three-pointer. That one spins off the rim, no good. And the rebound by Kimber Fenstermaker. Ball to Koning. Koning across the timeline. One minute left to play in the half. Cardinals up by only one, 17 to 16. Addie Nichols bounce past the free throw line. Rolled off of Hewitt and secured by Anderson. Foley finding a streaking Coley Burkhart. She dips. Can't get the foul call. The ball went out of bounds off of Burkhart. Wow. For Hastings, Maya Vincent is going to come back in. Rachel Hewitt back to the bench. Coach doesn't want to get you at uh, that third foul here in the first half. That's true. So Maya Vincent, who also has two fouls in her place. 
only player in foul trouble is uh, Maya Porter for Coldwater. And the only player in foul trouble for Coldwater would be number 32. Full timeout is going to be taken by Hastings with 37.6 seconds left to play in the half. Let's take this 30-second break with Coldwater up on the Saxon 17-16. Back in 30, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. With so much financial uncertainty, are you wondering if your retirement savings will last? The market's ups and downs can keep you guessing, especially if you're approaching retirement or considering it. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Jordan Butler. If you have more questions than answers about what What's next? Let's work together to help ensure you're prepared for the future. After all, retirement isn't the end of the road. It's a new beginning. Call us at 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. What has been going on here in the second quarter with the lack of scoring? Both teams. Cardinals just Cardinals are just in a little funk right now. They seem to go through these every game where they just can't put it in a basket uh, from from the outside or un- underneath. Uh, we've missed two breakaway layups that uh, those should be automatic. Maybe three breakaway layups and uh, uh, just struggling with that uh, for some reason. This uh, these young ladies seem to go into that funk every once in a while. Just struggle scoring. Not what you want to have happen coming out of the timeout if you're Coach Chase Youngs. It's uh, Hastings ball, a bounce pass to the right wing, went underneath the fingers of the intended recipient. So another turnover. Hastings showing a press. Van Aken inbounds to Foley. 32 seconds and counting left to play until halftime. Cardinals up one, 17-16. Foley tosses to Burkhart. Now back to Ellie. Other Ellie, top of the key. That's Anderson inside to Van Aken. Burkhart to the left wing to Scheid. Scheid tries to drive down the middle, kicks the ball back out to Van Aken. Cut off the elbow. Now Foley with 11 seconds left in the quarter to Burkhart. Burkhart to the baseline, off the glass. No good. Rebound by Finstemaker. Five seconds left to play in the half. Here comes Koning with three, with two, with one. Half court heave. Wide right. So we had a one-point lead at the end of the first quarter. It's still a one-point lead, just increased by a couple of points. 17 for the Coldwater Cardinals, 16 for the Hastings Saxons. The Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. If you're buying or selling real estate, putting the right team on your side to help you navigate the ever-changing real estate world is one of the most important things you can do. Hi, I'm Carrie Foley. And that team is Midwestern Realty Group. I'm Jim Bowers, and we constantly meet with lenders, title companies, and appraisers to keep on top of all of these changes. Jill Bowers here. Every one of our agents has a minimum of five years experience buying and selling real estate. Many over 20 years experience. We also have three in-house associate brokers and an in-house auctioneer. I'm David Foley. We know how to maneuver you through the buying and selling process from the start to the closing table. Experience matters. I'm Doug Campbell. Put our team on your team to make sure there are no surprises, just success and satisfaction. And I'm Sharon Atkinson. Midwestern Realty can help you with your version of the American dream. I'm Debbie Lowndes Bowers, broker owner of Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater. Reach out to our team so you can reach out to your dream. See the experts today at Midwestern. Midwestern Realty Group or online at MidwesternRealty.com. 
At Cold Ford and Coldwater, we're more than just a car dealership. Hi, I'm Steve Golomatis. We're members of the community just like you. We live, work, and play right here in Coldwater. That's why we're committed to taking care of you and your family for all your transportation needs. Our Carfax top-rated dealership is a testament to our dedication to quality and customer service. We offer you over 275 pre-owned vehicles throughout our five-dealer auto group. Some come with up to a 100,000-mile warranty. Each car we offer has undergone rigorous inspection to meet our high standards for quality and reliability. And if you're not completely satisfied with your purchase, we offer a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee on our Ford Gold Certified Vehicles. That's how confident we are that you'll love your Ford Certified Vehicle from Cole Ford Lincoln. So when you see us around town or at the school ball game, know that we're here to help. Come visit us today at Cole Ford or online at ColeFordLincoln.com. Everything you want, Cole's got it. Cole Ford on US 12 right here in beautiful Coldwater, Michigan. If you notice that your furnace or water heater can't get the job done, it's time to call a pro. Hi, this is Mike Morton with Acre Mechanical. Call our residential services team. We'll diagnose the problem and recommend whether to repair or replace your unit. If it needs replaced, we can help with a new Bryant or train furnace or water heater. Visit akerinc.com or call 517-278-0773 for service 24-7. Acre Mechanical serves Coldwater, Fremont, Angola, and surrounding areas. Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems, whatever it takes. With Valentine's Day almost here, Culey's Jewelry is excited about their new genuine diamond love glow rings. You won't believe your eyes. Culey's has a huge selection of Valentine's jewelry and gifts, like their 24-karat gold trim roses. Many colors to choose from. Reserve yours today. They have heart-shaped jewelry starting at $49 and willow tree figurines starting at $20. Culey's is the perfect Valentine's gift for everyone. Culey's Jewelry and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. It's halftime here at Hastings High School. Coldwater on top of the host Saxons and girls basketball action, 17 to 16. Halftime report brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. Scoring for the Cardinals thus far, we got Riley Van Aken with a free throw. Kenzie Scheid with two. Ellie Foley with a three-pointer. Jayla Sloan with a couple of free throws. Ellie Anderson leading Coldwater with four points. Two for Coley Burkhart. Three for Maya Porter. Kenzie Scheid's two points were scored in the second quarter. Everybody else scored in the first. For Hastings, we've got Eddie Nichols with a three-pointer. Olivia Frittle leading all scorers with 11. Those were all scored in the first quarter. Rachel Hewitt with two in the second quarter. So 15-14 was your first quarter score, and each team only scored two points apiece in the second. Yeah, it was pretty, you know, it's kind of a funny quarter, to be honest with you. It wasn't a poorly played quarter, but yet nobody could make a basket. It, uh then nobody could make a layup. Nobody could make a, a three-pointer. Uh, and just just a real stay, strange second quarter. Like you said, a couple of those possessions that the uh, Cardinals had lasted almost a minute, Sean, and we didn't get anything out of it other than uh, a missed shot. So uh, some way we got to get the ball in the cylinder. Uh, I don't know what the answer is. Uh, I'm sure Coach Smoker's looking for that answer also. 
But uh, well, as you can you know, see you, up on the scoreboard, each team had to burn a couple of timeouts uh, during the first half. Coldwater's timeouts were taken really early in the first quarter. Seemingly. Yeah, in the first three minutes, I think. You know, and the thing of it is, I mean, as a coach, I've been there, and when you you can call whatever play you want to on an offense, but if the girls or boys don't put it in the basket when you call that, and and the Cardinals have had some just shots right at the hoop. They just haven't made them. They've just rolled off. I don't know if uh, they're just not focusing on that little square on the back or what, but uh, uh, just a terrible time trying to score. Uh, defensively, we've done a pretty good job, to be honest. You know, we're sitting here right now with uh, six deals, uh, you know, just in that first half. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're playing good defense. Not giving the Saxons a lot of uh, great looks, especially in that second quarter. But again, uh, uh, just haven't been, Coldwater's not been able to put it in a basket. Eight turnovers for the Cardinals. Uh, a little high probably for what Coach Smoker would like. Uh, ten turnovers for the uh, Saxton ladies. So it's probably uh, pretty high for Coach Youngs. Yeah, probably he doesn't like that either. You know, I mean, you're on your, on your way to 20 when you got 10 right now. But... Uh, Hopefully, uh, hopefully some adjustments. Uh, you know, I think a lot of adjustments need to be made defensively, Sean. But I think some some adjustments uh, offensively. We just got to get the ball to the right people and have the right people shooting some shots. We had some people shoot some shots in that uh, second quarter there, especially a couple of threes that I thought, um, you know, probably shouldn't have been shot by those those players uh, you know they're you're typically not your three-point shooters so murph and i talked about it tuesday the Coldwater girls have a tough four game stretch coming up over the next couple of weeks starting uh, next tuesday going up to vicksburg uh, the uh, bulldog girls currently nine and one and then next friday on hall of fame night hosting marshall the following week hosting jackson northwest and playing at parma western and yeah. as, as we established, uh, it's those four teams in the top half of the league standings. Yeah, I mean, that's that, you did got, it doesn't get much tougher than that, that's for sure. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure Coach Smoker uh, uh, wants these games to try to, to really work on his offensive sets and get things, get good shots, which they are. And that's the problem. They're getting good shots. They're just not making those good shots. 17-16, the score, Coldwater on top of Hastings is uh, emblematic of that. Yeah. Second half in two minutes, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Looking for the best price on tires and automotive service? See Daly Tire Company in downtown Coldwater. They specialize in brakes, wheel alignment, and oil changes. Check the rebates on Goodyear and Cooper Tires, plus everyday low prices on most other major and tire brands. And with approved credit through Goodyear, they offer up to a 90-day interest-free financing. See Daly Tire Company in downtown Coldwater. More tires, more service, and more savings. Daly Tire Company, family-owned and operated since 1949. Nottawa Gas invites you to their brand new location on Eleanor Drive behind Yoder's Country Market in Centerville. Check out Traeger Grills, the number one selling wood pellet grill on the market today. Plus pet supplies like dog and cat food, birdhouses and birdseed, and a lot more. For over two decades, Nottawa Gas has been your local family-owned propane supplier. Nottawa Gas, now open at their new location on Eleanor Drive in Centerville and south of Taconcha on Old 27 or online at nottawagas.com. 
Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. A 30-second timeout called just six seconds in. Hastings inbounded the ball to start the quarter. The Cardinals extending their defense, and Hastings, again, could not move the ball at all, forcing Coach Chase Youngs to take a timeout. Uh, Before we talk about what happened, a reminder that at the end of this game, the end of our boys' contest, we'll name McDonald's players of the game for local area McDonald's restaurants from here at Hastings. Yeah, that inbound play at half court, the... uh the out-of-bounds girl threw it to the, the Saxton girl right there in the corner, and uh, she took one dribble, and then she didn't have her dribble left, and the Cardinals did a great job of taking away her other offensive players. Rachel Hewitt, I just noticed she's wearing a Rip Hamilton model uh, mask to protect the nose. I wonder if uh, something happened. Uh, I, I don't think she was wearing that uh, in the first half. No, she was not. Hmm. Turnover there, double dribble. On Addie Nichols, right in front of Coach uh, Young's in the Hastings bench. So, 17-16 the score, Coldwater on top. 25 seconds into the third quarter. Maya Porter up top to Ellie Anderson around to Kenzie Scheid on the right wing. Now Van Aken to Maya Porter. Thought about the three-pointer, drives, kicks the ball back out to Foley, cross-courts it back to Van Aken. 7.20 left to play in the quarter. Porter inside to Anderson off the glass and good. That was well run there. There, That was well done and a great bat pass. Cardinals up by three, 19-16. Here comes Hastings and Callie Koning gets the ball to Olivia Frittle. Now to Hewitt at the free throw line. Draws a double team, tries to split the double team, but loses the ball. Collision between Hewitt and Van Aken. And uh, Hewitt is uh, checking her nose in the placement of the mask. <laughs> and she took a pretty good shot there to the floor. And to add insult to entry, Hewitt picks up her third foul. Team first the quarter. Yeah, and I'm not sure she's going to have to uh, come out of the game. Looks like a yeah, wrist or Coach elbow. Young's is leading her off the bench. So this will be something to keep an eye on. Hastings still continuing to press. Maya Porter inbounds to Riley Van Aken. Still in the backcourt with Callie Koning on her. Gets the ball to uh, Ellie Foley on the right wing. Left wing, it comes to Kenzie Scheid. She slashes the wing. And we get a jump ball possession arrow back to Coldwater. Cardinals who get it underneath here. 6.44 to go here in this third quarter. Cardinals still up by one. Ball inbounded to Scheid. 
Excuse me. Foley bounce pass to Van Aken. Right corner three. Off the rim, no good. But Porter chases down the rebound. It's 19-16 Coldwater. Up top to Van Aken. Now to the right wing to Foley. Fakes the three. Tries to post up. Back out to Van Aken. Now swing the ball around. Oh, no. I don't think Ellie Anderson on the left wing was not expecting that pass. It goes past her out of bounds. An unforced turnover for Coldwater. 1916 Cardinals up by three. Coming up on that six minute mark. Here's Callie Koning, top of the key. Gets the ball to Kimber Fenstermaker. Drives, tried to get the ball inside off of Vincent's hands. Tracked down by teammates Frittle. Back out top of the key to Koning. Koning trying to get around Shide. Now between the circles, bounce pass comes to Addie Nichols. Anderson picks her up. Ball is kicked out to Koning, left corner. She tries to drive, get around Shide. Now does, takes a 12-foot jumper, goes 14, and Anderson with a rebound. Here comes Foley. Koning was right behind her. Bounce pass comes to Van Aken. Now Shide out to Porter, left corner. Three-pointer off the rim. No good. Rebound by Vincent. 1916, we've been stuck at that in a long time. Just as I say that, Olivia Fertile with her first point since her big first quarter. Nice little 15-foot jump shot there. Fertile now has 13. 11 of those points, uh, again, coming in the first quarter. Cardinal lead is 1, 19 to 18. Counting on to five minutes left to play in the quarter. Scheid is in trouble. Gets it to a driving Maya Porter. She draws a foul. Good take there by Maya. Side with a good bounce pass. Maya taking it to the hoop. Gets fouled. Going to shoot two. Another Maya. That's Maya Vincent for Hastings picking up her third foul. Team second of the quarter. So Porter from the free throw line. Just 8 of 12, believe it or not. I thought she would have gotten to the free throw line a bit more. Gets yeah, the first one to go here. That's a little surprising. Side out. Burkhart in. Meanwhile, a fence to maker comes out. We see... Victoria Tack coming in. I'm sure the uh, uh, Vincent came out as well. No, she's still out there. Both free throws made by Maya Porter. Lead back up to three for Coldwater, 21 to 18. Here comes Frittle on the right wing. Foley guarding her. Pass to the right wing to Tack. She drives the baseline, leaves it short. Rebound secured by Ellie Anderson, and she gets tied up by two Saxons. Possession arrow stays with the maize and blue. 4.44 left to play, quarter number three. Hastings is going to bring uh, Rachel Hewitt back in. The mask is off. I'm not sure if she got with that mask on, got hit, and that mask hurt more than... Ball comes to Rachel Hewitt. She scores plus one. Ellie Anderson picks up her first foul. Team first of the quarter. So we're back to a one-point lead for Coldwater, 21-20. And Hewitt could tie it up. She does. It's 21-21. Here comes the Saxon press. They peel back. It's Addie Nichols against Ellie Foley. Foley across the timeline. Bounce pass to Porter on the right wing. 
Porter underhands the ball to Anderson, and now Riley Van Aken is between the circles to Burkhart. Burkhart, Anderson trying to get it back out to Van Aken. Does. Van Aken to the corner. Now out to the left wing. Three-pointer missed by Maya Porter. Rebound by Victoria Tack, who gets tied up. Going to remain with the Cardinals. So Maddie Pete is going to come in. Checking in for He went back to the bench. Coldwater ball. Foley gets the ball back from Porter. Foley, left corner, moving to the elbows. Top of the key to Van Aken. Burkhart inside to Anderson. A double team behind her. Back out to Van Aken. Burkhart calling for it inside now. Out top of the key. Three-pointer is short for Foley. And the rebound by Hewitt. Rachel Hewitt into the front court. Being guarded by Maya Porter. Bounce pass was fronted by Ellie Anderson. Deflected back to a teammate. And here come the Cardinals. We're tied at 21s. 3.38 left to play in the quarter. Anderson with two behind her. Nice give to Van Aken. She's hammered underneath the basket. That's a good take in there. By Riley. Just uh, hitting that ball on a post and uh, showing some quickness. Darling picking up her second foul. Team third of the quarter. Van Aken back to the free throw line. Clock stopped with 3.35 left in the quarter. First of two. Nothing but net. How about another one just like that? Coldwater brings in Jayla Sloan. Hastings will bring Hallie Koning back in along with Kimber Fenstemaker. Coldwater regaining the lead, 22-21, could be 23-21 with another make from Van Aken. And there it is, three of four so far tonight. Cardinals not pressing. Here's Koning to Hewitt on the left wing, driving into a wall of Cardinals and an offensive foul. I think Jayla Sloan took that charge. And that's going to be the fourth foul on Rachel Hewitt. Well, there are three Cardinals in front of Rachel Hewitt. I noticed that Jayla Sloan was the one that took a tumble. Yeah, I think it was a good job there. Good defense. Jayla standing right in the spot. 23-21 Cardinals. It's cold water ball. The ball poked away from Sloan by Darling. Oh, Rachel Hewitt, no doubt, will be sitting the rest of this quarter. 3.16 left in it. Anderson, sideline right, gets it to Sloan on the corner. Trying to get around her defender, lobs it inside to Anderson, double team, splits the double team off the glass and good. That was a terrific move by Anderson. Right up and and under move there by Ellie Anderson. She now leads Coldwater with eight points. Coldwater's back up by four, 25-21. Koning, right wing, ball poked away by Coley Burkhart. Burkhart trying to save the ball, but she did straddle the sideline. A good call by the officials. Hastings is going to get it back. Maya Vincent coming in for Brianna Darling. Koning to trigger, sideline left. Burkhart in front of her. Burkhart showing her soccer moves. Although I don't think she'll uh, go out for the soccer team this year. Pretty mainstay on that softball team. Well, there you go. 
Koning still looking to inbound the ball. Gets it to a streaking Olivia Friddle. Gets bumped by Jayla Sloan. That will be her first foul, team second of the quarter. 25-21, 2 to go. 2.49 to be more precise as the ball is inbounded to Vincent. A collision between Vincent and Foley. Who do they get the foul on? I think that's going to be on. That's actually Maya Vincent's fourth foul. Team fifth of the quarter. Oh, after a brief decision, uh, Coldwater is going to head to the other end of the court and shoot some free throws. And in Ellie Foley, you've got someone shooting about 78.3% from the charity stripe. Second best on the team behind Coley Burkhart's 84% on 11 of 13 shooting. That is... Chase Young's... Not particularly happy. Uh, that is her fourth foul, although the PA announcer announced it as the second foul. It is, in fact, her fourth foul. I think the uh, issue, well, oh. uh, Maddie Pete having to come out of the game to uh, get uh, something looked at, uh, like I think right near her ear, first of two is a... Just short for Ellie Foley from the free throw line. Well, I think uh, she's had an earring in. Ah. So it's got to get taped up or otherwise taken care of. Second of two. That one bounces off the rim no good. And getting the rebound is Fenstermaker. It's rare for Ellie Foley to miss free two throws like that. Yep. Here's Olivia Frittle being guarded closely by Jayla Sloan. Frittle breaks free from a screen. Pass to Nichols on the right wing. Anderson picks her up. Count is on. Bounce pass pack to Koning. Draws the defense from Sloan. Screen set. Now it's Burkhart versus Koning. They both move to the left wing. Koning had the ball slapped away by Sloan. Fenstermaker hitting the deck. Ball ricocheted off a cold water player. Picked up by Sloan. And Foley. Home run pass. Wide open Ellie Anderson. Off the glass and good. I think I know who my McDonald's player of the game is going to be for this one. <laughs> Well, she's off to a good start. Got another quarter to go. 27-21, Cardinals with their biggest lead so far of the night, believe it or not. Minute 50 left to play in the stanza. And, of course, the whole fourth quarter to play. And the Cardinals beat the Saxons by about 40 first time around. Oh, wow, that was a deep three from Koning. That was a big bucket for the Saxons, no doubt about it. It's back to within three, 27-24. Other round of the floor, that was Ellie Anderson getting hawked by a couple of Saxons. It's who they get the foul on. It's going to be the first on fence to maker to the free, free throw line for Ellison Anderson. Need to keep knocking these free throws down when we get a chance. 124 to go here in that third quarter. Cardinals up three. Anderson shooting five of seven so far in the season, so not that many trips to the charity stripe for her. She gets the first one to go here. Vincent with her four fouls finally comes to the bench. Victoria Tack coming in for her. Cardinals back up by four. 
and by five. Anderson making both free throws. She'll come to the bench, get a breather for the rest of the quarter, and Danica Cox comes in for her. Ball inbounded to Callie Koning. Cardinals 29 and the Saxons 24. Koning across the timeline. Sloan is guarding her. Pass comes to Frittle on the left wing. Being followed by Coley Burkhart. Now a drive to the baseline. Shoots over that triple team. Misses Foley with a rebound. Foley finds Riley Van Aken. She'll slow up, underhand the ball to Sloan. Now to Burkhart. Inside to a streaking. Foley left it just short. And here come the Saxons. Darling got the rebound. Now, right down the middle, Olivia Frittle in oh. and out. My goodness. That almost never happened, especially in the first quarter. <laughs> Ball into the forecourt. Sloan inside to Cox. Back out to Sloan. Cross courts it to Anderson. And now Van Aken on the left corner. Van Aken cut off at the elbow. Back out to the perimeter. Danica Cox trying to drive around Fenstermaker. Back out to Foley. Three-pointer is short. Chasing down the rebound. Several players. We get a whistle on a foul. Who will they ding as players are slow getting up off the wood? Yeah, I think Foley trying to get that uh, offensive rebound after that missed shot. She just kind of ran into the girl, knocked her to the floor. Foley's second foul is the team third. 22.6 seconds left to play in the quarter. Possession arrow is pointing toward Hastings, so they will also get the ball to start the fourth quarter. Unless there's another tie-up. Callie Koning, 35 feet away from the basket. Bounce pass comes to Pete. Double team along the blocks. Five seconds left in the quarter. She's in a whole bunch of trouble. And it's a five-second call. Coldwater's going to get the ball back. They got two and a half seconds to get the ball the length of the floor and get a good quality shot. They currently lead by five, 29-24. Sloan will trigger, sideline right. Gets it to Van Aken, three-quarter court shot. Well off the marks, but the Cardinals will take a 29-24 lead to the final quarter of regulation. Back in a minute, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. That's you trying to fix the plumbing yourself to save a few bucks. Doing things yourself doesn't always end well. The same goes for insurance. That's why Auto Owners works with local independent agents who tailor coverage to meet your needs and offer discounts for life, home, car, and business insurance. Because sometimes you need a professional to get the job done right. That's simple human sense. The no problem people. Your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pitch at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. Football legend Tom Brady said, I just love working hard. I love being part of a team. I love working toward a common goal. And at Case Realty, that's what we're all about. We will work hard for you as a team. Hi, I'm Carmen Case, and we're also thrilled to announce the opening of our second office location in downtown Coldwater. Rachel Tell here, we've turned our real estate team into a real dream team. I'm Amber Motter, where a single agent packs the strength, wisdom, and skills of money. And this is Carmen Case. Come by and see us at one of our two locations on Old 27 or downtown Coldwater or online at caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. After three quarters, Ellie Anderson leading the way for Coldwater with 12. Eight points in the third quarter alone as the Cardinals outscored the Saxons 12 to 8. Olivia Frittle now up to 13 points. Rachel Hewitt with five. Of course, Hewitt is riddled with foul trouble. She has four. As the ball is inbounded to Maddie Pete, ball wrestled away by Van Aken, but she stepped out of bounds. Hastings will retain possession. Saxons trail 29-25. 
Ball comes to Olivia Frittle, who drives down the wing off the glass and good. That's now 15 points for the sophomore. Back to a three-point lead. Token pressure being shown in the backcourt. Riley Van Aken. Ball to Danica Cox on the right corner. Now inside to Anderson. Out to Sloan. Open left wing three. Off the rim. No good. Ball out of bounds off of Van Aken's shoulder. Hastings just kind of hanging around in this one. Cardinals just can't seem to put them away. It's kind of in marked contrast to the December game, which Coldwater won by 40. Yeah. Another, almost another turnover. We get a whistle and a foul as bodies hitting the deck. Like, like the song goes, let the bodies hit the floor. Jayla Sloan going to pick up a kind of an unfortunate foul there. Her second foul team first. She was basically in the middle of that. Callie Koning inbounds to Olivia Frittle. Now back to the right corner to Koning. Maya Porter guarding her defensively. Cardinals lead by three. Porter hits the deck, no foul. Now Frittle is between the circles being picked up by Porter. Frittle, nice pass inside to a streaking Brianna Darling. Shot was off the mark, rebound by Sloan. Sloan across the timeline. Ball to Maya Porter, now inside to Ellie Anderson trying to post up. Back outside, Sloan to Van Aken on the left corner. Ball comes around to Cox on the right wing. Danica to the elbow, back out to Porter. Now lob it inside, back to Cox. Double team is behind her. Ball tipped out to Anderson. Launches the three-pointer. It's a long two. Her foot was inside the line, but that one rattled and dropped. 31-26 Cardinals, six and a half minutes left to play in the game. Here's a bounce pass. Koning to Fenstermaker. Missed on the right side. A rebound put back. Good for Frittle. That's now 17 points. 17 of the Saxons now 28. I'm a career night, that young lady. Here is Anderson. Nice pass inside. Almost got the shot to bank high off the glass and drop, but she did draw the foul. Give Ellie Anderson some real credit tonight. She's been real tough on... uh, some good post moves down there, especially in the second half. Rihanna Darling picking up her third foul, team first of the quarter, back to the free throw line for Anderson. 14 points and now 15 on the night. She gets the first one to go here. Yeah, we haven't seen uh, Ellie Anderson uh, with those post moves most of the uh, year and done a nice job on that tonight. Ellie Foley and Coley Burkhart coming in for the Cardinals. 6.07 left to play in the game. Second of two from Anderson is good as well. That's now 16 on the night for her. Although the scoreboard is showing her at 14. Here's Hastings' ball inside from Nichols to Fenstermaker. She ran into a wall of Cardinals and they get the steal. Ball to Ellie Foley who is sandwiched and let's see who they get the foul on. Two for the Saxtons. And that is the end of the night for Maya Vincent. She just fouled out. Coming in for her will be Victoria Tack. 5.51 left to play in the fourth quarter. Cardinals up five, 33-28. 
Porter inbounds to streaking Ellie Anderson. Well, why not give it to Anderson? Now back out to Porter, back into Anderson. She's got Fenstermaker behind her. At least it's not a double team. Fenstermaker commits the foul. As they both moved outside to the perimeter, that's going to be the second on Fenstermaker. Team third of the quarter for Hastings. Anderson to inbound. Finds Sloan. Back to Anderson. Right wing three is off the rim. No good. Battle for the rebound. One by Jayla Sloan, who takes it back outside to Foley. Sloan on the left wing. Lob inside to Burkhardt. Off of her fingertips. Back to Foley. And a wraparound foul by Pete. Fouls are racking up for the Hastings. It's four on the Hastings here. It's her her first and the team fourth. She comes to the bench, and Chase Youngs is going to call a timeout. Full timeout, 526 left. Cardinals up five, 33-28. Back in a minute, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. At Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery, we're not just about clothing. We're about expression. Whether it's your school logo on tees, corporate logo on business apparel, varsity jackets, or cozy winter accessories, we've got the touch. But hold on, there's more. We design and print promotional items, banners, and much more. Ready to stand out? Call 278-8101. That's Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery in downtown Coldwater. Let us turn your vision into a vibrant reality. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Game reset. Hastings with one timeout left. Coldwater with three. Possession arrow pointing toward the Cardinals. Four fouls up on the board for the Saxons. One for Coldwater. 5-18 and counting left to play in the fourth quarter. The Cardinals lead. Hastings 33-28. Three-pointer left wing short for Maya Porter. She was going after the rebound, but Kimber Fenstermaker boxed out. Had better position there. It's the ball to Callie Koning. Hastings still kind of hanging around here as we count down the five-minute mark. Here's Hewitt attempting a three-pointer. Blocked by Anderson. Loose ball picked up by Foley. Foley to Sloan, top of the key. Get it. Right corner. Foley Burkhart, couple of pump fakes to Porter uh, up top. Now to Sloan. Inside to Anderson. Hewitt is behind her. Now back out to Foley, left wing. Up top to Burkhart. There's Anderson on the left wing to Foley. Foley moves the right side, bounce pass to Burkhardt up top to Anderson. Fake the pass with Hewitt coming out on her. Hewitt has four fouls and is out on the floor. Lob pass inside to Porter, off of her fingertips, and tracked down by the aforementioned Rachel Hewitt. Gets it to her teammate, Callie Koning, Koning across the timeline. 4-12 and counting left to play in the game. Cardinals up. 33-28 inside to Hewitt, splits a double team and draws a foul. Woo, that was a tough call. I thought Anderson had all ball there. Anderson with her second foul, team second of the quarter. Believe it or not, this is only the second trip of the night for the Hastings Saxons to the free throw line. Second for Rachel Hewitt, who made the back end of a three-point play earlier. First of two here. Rattles and drops, taking advantage of 
these these rims are soft, but in an awkward way. You get you get a good bounce off them if you're a good uh, if you got a nice soft shot that uh, floats up there to that basket. 33-29 Cardinals. Second one off the rim, no good. Rebound is won by Addie Nichols. Finds Hewitt on the left wing. Hands off to Darling. She is between the circles with Porter guarding her. All kicked out oh, to good. Frittle. Did she get? No, that's a traveling violation on Frittle. Yeah, one too many uh, little jump steps over there. In comes Van Aken. Out comes Sloan for Coldwater. Hastings is setting up in a press. Just a straight man press. Yeah, just pretty much, and they try to double the uh, inbound girl, but uh, pretty much just straight man-to-man. They peel back as Darling was on Maya Porter's hip. That is going to be her fourth foul, and more importantly, the team fifth of the quarter, and Maya Porter, who uh, coming into this game, uh, 8 of 12 from the free throw line tonight, 2 of 2. Shoot some free throws with 3.46 left. First one, nothing but that. Well, that's six points on the night for her. That shooting form of Maya is getting much better as the year's gone in, gone by in this last couple weeks. I think her touch has really been there. That second one was about as perfect as it gets then, huh? It was perfect, yeah. 35-29, back to a six-point Coldwater lead. Here is Koning off a screen right wing, gets it between the circles to Addie Nichols. Now Darling catches, moves to the right wing, tries to drive baseline. Loose ball is poked away. Nichols does track it down and take it back outside. Anderson following her around the arc. Bounce pass to Frittle. What a night she's had. Just as I say that, she had the ball stripped and stolen by Porter to Van Aken. Van Aken bounced it to Anderson. Now out to Burkhart. Porter inside, wide open. Ellie Anderson. Someone forgot about her. Eight-point lead, biggest of the night, 37-29. 2.53 and counting left to play in the game. Here's Frittle. Bounce pass to Hewitt between her legs. Gets it back out to Koning. Launches a three-pointer. Off the rim, no good. Foley with a rebound. Koning is guarding Foley. They both cross the timeline. Pass to Anderson. Inside looking for Porter. It was deflected by Frittle, but Porter keeps a hand on it. Passes to Anderson in the corner. Hewitt is fronting her. Now to Porter. One-handed push shot over Frittle is good. Nine points for Maya Porter, and it's a 10-point lead. 39-29, Cardinals, full timeout. Final timeout taken by Chase Youngs. We're back in a minute with Coldwater up 10, 39-29, 2.14 left. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. The space heater next to the curtains, the 12-plug sharing one power strip, the frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at 1-800-SERVE-PRO for Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties or log on to servepro.com. 
That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 1-800-SERVE-PRO. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun counties, the cleanup specialists at 1-800-SERVE-PRO, helping make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Frittle receives the inbound from Addie Nichols. Now Nichols to Koning. We're back underway following Hastings' final timeout. The Saxons trail by 10, 39 to 29. 203 and counting left to play in the game. Bounce pass to Hewitt, splits a double team, moves to the left, blocks off the glass and good. That's now eight points for Hewitt to go along with four fouls. Eight point lead, 39 31. Burkhart over Burk, over Anderson's hands. Picked up by Riley Van Aken and calmly drained a 17-footer inside the arc. It's back up to a 10-point advantage, 41-31. A minute 36 left to play in the game. Koning trying to get the ball to Frittle. He's double-teamed, so Koning moves to the perimeter. Van Aken on her, trying to lob the ball into Hewitt. Too far underneath the basket, get it back outside. She got flattened by her defender. The foul's on Coldwater's number 23. That would be Ellie Foley with her third, team third of the quarter. And looked like a wholesale line change for Hastings out on the floor. We're going to get a jump ball underneath as Hewitt was tied up. I think Maya Porter tied her up. It's going to be Coldwater ball, minute 17 left. Ball is inbounded to Foley. Hastings is pressing. Porter into the front court. The pass comes to Burkhart. Underhands it to Anderson. Moves to the right blocks. Ball swung around to Van Aken on the left corner. Now to Ellie Foley. Now, oh, okay. The line change came to the bench and now is back at the scorer's table to come in at the next dead ball. See if the Cardinals can milk the clock. Nope. Addie Nichols committing her first foul and sending... Foley to the free throw line. That line change is going to be coming in for Hastings momentarily. Foley to the free throw line. She had a couple of uncharacteristic misses last time around back in the third quarter. Let's see if she corrects herself. She does on the first one anyway. And here comes that line change for uh, Hastings. Among others, we see Zoe Watson, a junior, come Yep, a junior come in. I see Sophia Hamilton, another junior. Aubrey Rouse, a senior. Uh, Maddie Pete. Well, there's no other starter out on the floor. Abby Robinson coming into the game for Coldwater. She is a 5'5 junior. That's another sign that this game is all but over. Foley makes both of her free throws. Cardinals, 53.7 seconds left to play in the game. Cardinals with a much better second half here today. 
Pass intercepted by Maya Porter. Gets it to Ellie Foley. 40 seconds left to play in the game. Ball comes to Robison. Takes a jumper from the right wing. A little long. Loose ball tracked down by Anderson, but taken away by Sophia Hamilton for Hastings. And the ball is poked away from her and rolls to the Hastings bench. So at the end of the night, Hastings will drop to 2-9 overall. 1-5 in the Interstate 8. Cardinals improved to 12-2 overall. 5-2 in league play. The only thing left in doubt now is what that final score will wind up being. It's Hastings' ball inbounded to Isabel G. The other substitution, she's also a junior. That's basically uh, playing out the string the remaining 20 seconds of this one. Ball comes to Sophia Hamilton, top of the key, being guarded by Robison, moving to the corner, right side. Now inside, Zoe Watson off the glass, no good. Rebound by Foley. Eight seconds left to play in the game. Will Foley be able to dribble out the clock? Yeah, looks like Hastings is calling off the dogs. Pass comes to Robison, takes another shot, misses, but it doesn't matter because Coldwater is going to get the win tonight. 43-31 to 31 over the Hastings Saxons to start the second round of Interstate 8 play. Our Between Games report is coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HassKwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. Hi, I'm Angie Marsh from Southern Marsh Realty in Quincy. It takes a great team to help you buy or sell a house. I'm Aiden. I play basketball for the Coldwater Cardinals. It takes talent to win a game, but it takes a team to win it all. That's right, Aiden. Our real estate team can work together. Research, locate buyers and sellers, stage your home, and pull it all together. That's probably why you're the number one realtor in Branson Hillsdale counties. Be sure to check out our new website to see all the properties for sale in all of Michigan at southernmarshrealty.com. Southern Marsh Realty, your winning team in real estate in Quincy or online at southernmarshrealty.com. Nottawa Gas invites you to their brand new location on Eleanor Drive behind Yoder's Country Market in Centerville. Check out Traeger Grills, the number one selling wood pellet grill on the market today. Plus pet supplies like dog and cat food, birdhouses and birdseed, and a lot more. For over two decades, Nottawa Gas has been your local family-owned propane supplier. Nottawa Gas, now open at their new location on Eleanor Drive in Centerville and south of Taconcha on Old 27 or online at nottawagas.com. Your 401k is likely one of your most important assets, but it's only one part of a comprehensive retirement strategy. Edward Jones can help you understand how your retirement assets fit into your entire retirement picture so you can work toward meeting your unique retirement goals. Contact me, Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor at 863 East Chicago Street. Edward Jones, member SIPC. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. 
Looking for the best price on tires and automotive service? See Daly Tire Company in downtown Coldwater. They specialize in brakes, wheel alignment, and oil changes. Check the rebates on Goodyear and Cooper Tires, plus everyday low prices on most other major and tire brands. And with approved credit through Goodyear, they offer up to a 90-day interest-free financing. See Daly Tire Company in downtown Coldwater. More tires, more service, and more savings. Daly Tire Company, family-owned and operated since 1949. AM. 1590 FM 95.5 WTVB. We're back here at Hastings High School. We're in between games of the basketball portion of our triple header. Of course, uh, earlier tonight, uh, the night here at Hastings High School started with a wrestling duel with Hastings beating Wyoming Kellogg'sville 61-15. Girls basketball game that just wrapped up. Saw Coldwater pull away in the end to beat Hastings 43-31. to Before we go over the scoring summary, let's get your thoughts on uh, this game, both for uh, Coldwater and for Hastings. Well, I tell you, you, you know, we said it early. I think uh, they're doing a good job up here with Hastings coaching these girls. They, uh, again, looked a little little more organized and did a lot nicer things tonight uh, and, and made it tough on the Cardinals. So there's no doubt about that. And as for the Cardinals. Cardinals, uh, again, kind of got off to a slow start tonight. uh, That uh, lid seemed to be on the basket again in that first half. A lot better better second half. That first half, just missing too many bunnies. And uh, when you miss those easy ones, it makes those uh, long ones even harder to make. Ken Smoker, head coach of the Cardinal Girls, just made his way up to the balcony. Would you agree with Coach Barry's assessment? Oh, yeah, what I heard. Coach Barry, you're the Detroit Tigers spring training guy. Yeah. Todd Jones, what was his nickname? Oh, geez, I I can't remember right now. Cedar Point. Cedar Point. The roller coaster. The roller coaster. Right now, man, it seems like we're riding a roller coaster. Yeah, you're riding, especially within the game. The same game. Uh, you know, it's just uh, uh, that lid was on the basket. You can't make layups. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if it was. I think it was more um, Tuesday night. I said Tuesday night, that looked like our team from last year. Everybody yep. engaged, talking, playing hard. And all of a sudden today, we're back to uh, uh, we're playing Hastings. They're not very good. We beat them last time. Let's just go through, go through the motions and waste an opportunity to get better because we sure did. And, the, and uh, I was going to say, they should listen to what uh, Coach Berry has uh, had to say. Uh, he's he, Even though Hastings doesn't have that great a, a record, uh, they, they look pretty good out on the floor. They're much an improved yeah. team, and they're very well coached, yeah. I think. And you know what? And Hastings will always play as hard as they can. Yep. They've got two wins on the season, and you saw the effort they put out there. They put a lot of effort into it tonight. and. Uh, uh, if it wouldn't have been for uh, the free throws, uh, they would have given you all you wanted. I have 13 of 18 from the uh, charity stripe. And then also, uh, Ellie Anderson kind of came alive in the second half. Yeah, Ellie, Ellie's always got that ability. I think uh, she makes a couple shots. She feels really comfortable. But I thought she just did a great job of getting herself open in the post and then making good decisions with the basketball. And that made them switch who was guarding and we and all of a sudden now we got maya down there in the post i'd never seen that post move from her before but it worked well and i said to sean i said i i said the same thing as i don't know where that came from but uh, uh that was a beautiful post move tonight but she did do a nice job in the post and uh, uh you haven't had that all year long in that post play no and you know what we're just 
it's hard for whatever reason to recognize it on the floor when we have it. And, you know, we got the girls on the bench are yelling, Allie's get the ball over to the wing, get the ball. But yeah. we're dribbling the total other direction. And, and we talk about it a lot. We stop playing practice and say, look, we just had a switch. And Kenzie's got Abby Robinson on her. you got to give her the ball in the yeah. post. But it's, it's just, uh, it, I'm going to be honest, it's been a frustrating year. We're, what are we? 12 and 2? 12 and 2. And our record says we're really good, but it's been really frustrating for us as a staff. Well, it, that we yeah. can't be consistent with effort and enthusiasm to have an opportunity to put the uniform on and play. Well, you better be. Uh, you better have a lot of enthusiasm the next two weeks because yeah, you got a tough schedule coming. And that's the one thing we talked about. We said let's 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 copy the effort and enthusiasm we had Tuesday and let's concentrate on those little things because the little things are going to be huge. Our next four games. Yep. And it was just sure. like we just came here and watched a little wrestling before we started yeah. and. Decide to go out and just play a little barn ball. Yep, and that uh, almost almost bit you because uh, Hastings uh, they could smell a little bit of a victory yeah. tonight, couldn't they? Their their heart keeps getting bigger and bigger, kind of like Penfield on Saturday. Yeah, but, yeah, because uh, 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 the Saxons just came off their second win of the season this past Tuesday against Lansing Eastern. Oh, for the Cardinals, uh, coming up next Tuesday, that four-game stretch starts with a game up at Vicksburg, 9-1, and one, entering their game tonight. Yeah, and they were 23-1 uh, and one last year. Their only loss is the end out of the state tournament. Yep. I've uh, been watching film on them. They're going to press the whole time. Uh, they're going to play some man. They're going to play some zone, and they're going to push the ball up the floor. they got a lot of talent, and if we don't come mentally ready to play and concentrate on the little things on both ends of the court, could very be a, very well be a long night up there. Well, I thought uh, in that second half defensively came alive a little bit. That first half, uh, the defense uh, uh, was really a struggle. <laughs> I, it, I, I just saw your face getting redder yeah. and redder over there on the end of the bench. You want to know what I told them at <laughs> halftime? Can, can we air it? Can we yeah, air it without us losing yeah. our license? Because when we walk, started to walk in, Emily goes, Dad, why are we even going in there? Yeah. Why? What else can we tell them that we don't tell them every, every halftime? Oh, yeah. So I went in with a minute left. So there's a minute left. No press. Pick them up at half court. That was it. Well, sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you just, uh, just got to let them figure it out. And they did. You got to give them did. credit. Yeah. yeah, and they did. Yeah, give them credit for that. Well, Ken Smoker, we'll see you up at Pittsburgh Tuesday. Okay, that'll be a fun one. Ken Smoker joining us on our Between Games show. Final score of the girls' basketball game, Coldwater, pulling it out in the second half to beat Hastings 43-31. And here's how they scored. Cardinals now 12-2, overall 5-2 in the Interstate 8. Ellie Anderson, a hatter with uh, a game-high 18 points. She was the only Coldwater player to get into double digits. Maya Porter finished with nine. Uh, we had five for Riley Van Aken, five for Ellie Foley, two for Kenzie Scheid, two for Jayla Sloan, two for Coley Burkhart, 43 total points, and again, 13 of 18 from the free throw line. Hastings dropped to two and nine overall, one and five in league play. Olivia Fertile with 11 first quarter points, and she finished the night with 17 points. Rachel Hewitt with eight. Three each for Callie Koning and Addie Nichols. Uh, that was their 31 points by the quarters. 15-14 in the first quarter for the Cardinals. 2-2 stalemate in the second. 
12-8 in the third, 14-7 in the fourth, all favoring the Cardinals. Uh, before we go over your numbers, just wanted to mention that Hastings, more specifically, Rachel Hewitt, two of three from the free throw line. So quite a few more attempts for the charity strike for Coldwater versus the opposition. Well, and you know, we're a little stronger on the boards than what they were and uh, got to the, you know, went to the hoop a little harder than what they did. And uh, that's what happens. And we were very fortunate tonight to uh, have that discrepancy uh, free throw wise because they actually made more baskets than we did. So, so. Let, let's start with the uh, turnovers. Well, the turnovers actually, Cardinals with a good second half with only three turnovers to have a total of 12 for the game. Uh, nine in that first half, seven in that second quarter. So uh, a tough tough first half for the Cardinals. Came back, played a little better in that second half, especially turnover-wise. On the other hand, turnovers for uh, the Hastings Saxon ladies. Uh, you know, as we've said, not a lot of victories on the year. 21 turnovers for them. So, uh, you know, the Cardinals, uh, I don't want to see their shooting percentage for tonight. Uh, it probably wasn't going to be very good. But uh, And then some individual stats. You know, just a couple here. You know, I thought, uh, you know, Hastings had six offensive rebounds and they had uh, four block shots, which, you know, that's pretty good for those young ladies. For the Cardinals, though, uh, eight, uh, Van Aken, uh one rebound, uh, one assist, one steal, two blocks. For Riley, for uh, Scheid, two rebounds, an assist, a steal. For Foley, six rebounds, three assists, one steal. And, and a charge. And two charges. Two I got charges. it for two charges, yep. Okay. And then uh, uh, Sloan, two rebounds. And, uh, and Jayla took a charge tonight, too. Anderson uh, had four rebounds to go along with that big night uh, in scoring. She had one assist, two steals, two blocks. Nice night for Ellie. Burkhart, uh, two rebounds, an assist, a steal. And then Porter down there also had a really nice night. Four rebounds, two assists, four steals, and one block. So it was a black party all the way around. What about Danica? And then uh, Danica, oh, yeah, down here at the bottom. Danica with uh, one rebound, two assists. So McDonald's player of the game, uh, Ellie Anderson still remains my pick. Oh, no. You, you know, Ellie just uh, real strong tonight. And like Coach Smoker said, we saw some good things for her in the post, which was, uh, which was really, really nice to see. Uh, we need that, and uh, she made some good decisions in there, made some nice moves under there, and uh, and finally we uh, we got somebody that could make a layup tonight there in that <laughs> second half. Congratulations to Ellie Anderson, our McDonald's girls basketball player of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. <laughs> 